three weeks before the release of I Want to Hold Your Hand, another Orange A label, The Beatles, appeared at the Royal Command performance. It was then the biggest variety show of the year and starred popular singers, comedians, dancers, novelty acts, and stars of the stage and screen, all for the amusement of the Queen or one of her royal family and broadcast to her subjects at home with some pomp by Associated Television. The TV Times went so far as to print a double-page insert mocked up to look like a formal program with a serrated edge printed in a typeface chosen to resemble handwritten calligraphy. Everything about it was designed to make the viewer feel at all. Like they were sharing an evening at the theater with the Queen Mother and her rather racy daughter, Princess Margaret. On this occasion, the show features Max Bygraves, the slapstick comedian Charlie Drake, the South American folk group Los Paraguayos, the North American singer Buddy Greco, and the young English singing star Susan Mont who had just enjoyed a hit with Bobby's Girl. Nadia Narina led a corps of dancers from the Royal Ballet in an excerpt from The Sleeping Beauty, and there were to be sketches from a comedy show, Steptoe and Son, though sadly not at the same time. Michael Flanders and Donald Swan, who resembled an admiral and a vicar, respectively, would be expected to sing their collegiate favorites, the Hippopotamus song or the Gnu song, while the cast of the musical Half a Sixpence and Pickwick were to be led in excerpts from the hit West End shows starring Tommy Steele and Harry Sickholm. There was usually a special cameo by a big Hollywood star who might just walk on, wave, and take the ovation. But this year, it was a musical performance by Marlena Dietrich, accompanied by her musical director, Burt Backrack. Somewhere in the middle of the order came the Joe Loss Orchestra, featuring the vocalists Rose Brennan, Larry Gretton, and Ross McManus. Needless to say, the idea that my dad would be sharing the bill with the Beatles was a lot more exciting than the fact that he was to perform for royalty. That show is now mostly remembered because John Lennon introduced Twist and Shout by saying, for our last number, I'd like to ask your help. Would people in the cheaper seats clap your hands? And the rest of you, if you'll just rattle your jewelry. It was this quip that grabbed all the headlines the next day. There was no mention that my dad had sung If I Had a Hammer for the Queen Mother, who was very fond of work songs, never having had a job of her own. My memory is that my mother and I watched the show as it happened, but the history books tell me that it had been recorded for later broadcast. Either way, this was long before home video recorders and such shows were never re-aired, so it might as well have been live. For if you looked away, you missed it. I had to memorize 
every second of my dad's performance as it happened.